history never really repeats itself, but patterns do emerge, and from those patterns we can at times discern our current problems and our current world. At least that's how it's supposed to work. In any case, when you combine history with the words offered by William Shakespeare in his plays, you get artistry and insight, and yes, maybe a little déjà vu. We know his play Richard III from its many productions and films, but the three plays named after Henry VI, which lead up to Richard III and encompass the civil wars that predate him, are lesser works, and therefore rarely produced. That's the challenge and the triumph of California Shakespeare Theater's epic War of the Roses, which incorporates all four plays to tell the story of the conflicts between the White Rose of York and the Red of Lancaster, and of the events that culminate in the rise of the Tudor dynasty and eventually Shakespeare's own Queen Elizabeth I. As director Eric Ting suggests, chaos and disunity in one generation can often lead to tyranny in the next. Thus, here we see how the abyss develops as a fractious nobility and an ineffectual king bring about the disintegration of social order leading to treachery, murder, invasion, and civil war, and finally to despotism and its overthrow. The evening starts slowly as the various alliances, betrayals, and switched allegiances can be a bit confusing. But later, as we move toward the end of the trilogy and into the classic final play, it all comes together. A large part of that is Danny Shay's outrageous performance as Richard III, manic, often comic, here a little Elton John and there a little Gollum, always in motion, never dull. The rest of the cast is uniformly excellent, though mention must be made of the multifaceted Stacy Ross as Gloucester, as King Edward IV, and finally as Richard's widowed mother. The direction by Eric Ting strives at all times to maintain audience comprehension in the wake of confusing narrative lines, actors playing multiple parts, and the dense Elizabethan language. While Danny Shea's performance is sometimes breathtaking, it is one drawback, as KPFA's Mitch Jezerich notes. Shakespeare's Richard III is normally presented as disabled, which, though it perpetuates a stereotype, also gives Richard a motivation to gain power. He must be seen and heard. By relinquishing that aspect, Richard becomes one-dimensional. The rationale for his actions vanishes. Picking up steam as it goes along and reaching a brilliant crescendo sometime after intermission, the War of the Roses then peaks, but goes on and on, past a second hour and then past a third. The air gets colder at the Bruns, the text repetitive. In the end, though, the joys of the work will easily outweigh the discomfort, though for a while there it does feel touch and go. The War of the Roses, directed by Eric Ting, plays at California Shakespeare Theater in Orinda through September 15th. For more information, you can go to calshakes.org. I'm Richard Walensky on Bay Area Theater for KPFA.